This podcast is sponsored by Position Green. To be an insider, you can subscribe to the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable, wherever you get your podcasts from. And please leave us a five-star rating. Welcome to the Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Each and every podcast, host Mike Niemer will bring you energy experts to help you better understand the renewable and sustainability space. Education's important to us because it's important to you, the listener. Now, here's Mike Niemer. Welcome back to another edition of the Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. I'm your host, Ron Culver, and with me, as always, Mike Niemer, CEO of eRenewable. Today marks the 210th episode of The Green Insider, and our special guest today is Christy Obayaye, Chief Executive Officer at Heliogen. But before we jump into that conversation, eRenewable COO and Niemer has some very important words to share with us. Position Green helps companies build resilient and sustainable organizations. Position Green has a unique combination of ESG software, advisory, e-learning, and assurance that drives sustainability success and empowers positive change. Visit positiongreen.com to learn more. Thanks, Ann. And now here's Mike with Heliogen CEO, Christy Obayaye. Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast. This is episode 210. And today we have a special guest, Christy Obayaye, CEO of Heliogen. And I welcome you to the show, Christy. Looking at your website, you've got some technology I've not had on my show before, so I'm really excited to educate our listeners to what your company's bringing to the marketplace is very important. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of what you and your company are doing, tell our listeners a little about yourself and your journey to the role of CEO. Mike, thanks for having me on the podcast. Great to be with you. Um, So a little bit on me, uh, I have spent most of my career at the intersection of energy and infrastructure, um, strategy, finance, operations. Um, So over the last uh, probably decade prior to my joining Heliogen, I was working in the energy and infrastructure construction space and uh, working on projects all over the world. Um, and supporting uh, Bechtel, the global construction and project management company, um, supporting their operations as principal vice president and CFO of their energy division. Um, But when I turn the clock all the way back, um, I was trained as a chemical engineer. Um, I came out and practiced as a chemical engineer for about five years. And uh, in the process of transitioning to focusing on the energy industry, Um, I had a lot of very interesting experiences, both at the kind of rural and um, international level, and then eventually transitioning to the large-scale infrastructure space. And that's where I uh, spent the majority of my career. Um, I joined Heliogen really because of its novel technology and just focusing on this critical mission of the energy transition and solving climate change. And so I've been with Heliogen for about two and a half years. I started out as the CFO and then earlier this year took over as a CEO as we're on this path to commercialization of the core technology. Well, you know, uh, the world for the sake of climate change, everybody's striving to reach net zero. That's that's an important goal everybody has. You know, common number we always keep hearing is 2050 for the most part. Few people are more aggressive than that. I don't know how realistic they'll be, but they are more aggressive than that. But I see you guys provide technology to help facilitate 
clients reaching net zero. Why don't you kind of go through some of the uh, technology you guys are using to help companies achieve those goals? Absolutely. So we are using concentrated solar. And concentrated solar is a technology that um, fundamentally has been around for decades, but we are up-leveling and enhancing it. And probably most of your listeners are aware of solar PV, uh, which is very mainstream now. Um, what's different about concentrated solar is instead of converting the sun's energy directly to um, you know, electrical, we are using the sun's energy and focusing it using a field of mirrors, which we call heliostats, and focusing it on the top of a tower, which it concentrates that energy in the form of heat. And then we can use different materials to store that energy thermally instead of using you know, lithium ion battery storage. Um, and that can become a source of dispatchable energy. So we can release it in the form of heat or add a turbine generator and produce power. And then also could add things like an electrolyzer or a desalination unit to serve other market sectors. But essentially we're using the sun's heat as our benefit. And what's unique about our aspect of this te technology, because that's you know, what I just described is kind of the chassis that exists in operating facilities globally. What's unique about our aspect of the technology is that we're using the first ever closed loop system where the mirrors and the tower essentially can talk to each other through machine learning and artificial intelligence. Um, so we have software that allows for greater accuracy of the mirrors pointing at the tower. And that enables a bunch of other knock-on effects in the hardware that we can take advantage of, making the systems more easily um, scalable. And so that's kind of the essence of our tech. Well, let's break it down a little bit more. So we've got mirrors on top of the building. The actually, they're in the, they're in the field. So I should, I should clarify Oh, they're in the that. field. Okay. They're, in a, they're in a big field. So this is this is an application that would really well serve um, industries and large scale utility kind of applications, as well as behind the meter. But in general, for commercial, industrial, utility scale operations, as opposed to residential. So this is not okay. a residential um, application. So you're the, the CNI client. They've got they've got empty five acres right next to them. They would mm -hmm. install your mirror products. And the mirror would heat up or the glass would heat up. And then they could take that power and move it to a variety of different places to store. Did I hear you correctly? So the, the, the aspect that would store, that's, that's, almost that, that's almost it. The aspect that gets stored would be the thermal energy as opposed to the electrical energy. And so we would store it in, the way the technology works is we can store it in um various substances the ones that are commercially available kind of off the shelf today are things like um, molten salt um, they can be stored in steam accumulators um, in hot rocks and we are also um, developing our own next generation forms of thermal energy storage um, but there's lots of different ways that you can store it and all of those ways are things that have commercially available materials as opposed to you know, the challenges of mining lithium, which is used for lithium ion battery storage. Right. So uh, so you have a form, a way to store it using mm -hmm. the, the thermal energy goes to storage. The mm -hmm. electric energy, does that go to their facility directly or have to depend on the location, go up to the grid first? Yes. Yeah, depending depends on the location. One of the benefits of our tech is that 
it's modular. And so it can scale up or down to suit the client's need. And so we, um, you know, a lot of our prospective customers are folks like mining companies who might have a lot of available land and they're in a remote location and grid connection is not as, um, as convenient or they have some other um, benefit that would be helpful of connecting heat and plugging directly into their facility because heat does not travel well. And so our ability to site our projects right behind the meter or on the, uh, on the customer's land can be a great benefit. So yeah, it can go either way. Yeah, and so uh, for CNI customers that are listening to us, what is like the smallest size that you guys typically would install? You know, it depends. Our, our first um, commercial scale project will be a steam unit that's on the order of, you know, 360 kilowatts. But at commercial scale, to really build, um, you know, economies of scale and drive costs down, we're looking at for a power project, it would be something in the realm of 50 megawatts. And for steam, it could be smaller because power is... Um, like any power project, one of the constraints on size is the turbine itself. And so the if there's a, a steam turbine on the back end of it, you can't go too small before you really start to erode the efficiency of the turbine. So are you guys taking a product that's already in the industry and making it better with different technologies and new artificial intelligence? Or is this something you guys have developed absolutely from scratch? That is, you know, you you described it perfectly. We're taking existing technology and we're up leveling it. We're enhancing it beyond what's been installed. I mean, there there are projects. Some of the projects uh, in concentrated solar have actually been installed in the U.S., but that's we're not talking a decade ago. Technology has improved since then. Um, our enhancements allow it to do better things than what was possible before. And in the meantime, many countries have been deploying concentrated solar technology all over the world, um, even even though in the U.S. there has not been as much of that installed. So is your target market starting out here going to be North America? Or are you still talking to people all around the world? We're talking to people all around the world. I mean, we've been pleased by the level of inbound interest globally. Um, I will say that with the, you know, the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, that's certainly uh, something that sparked a lot of uh, interest and progress in our U.S. focus. And then we also, you know, really anywhere where there is strong solar resource is a great opportunity for us. And so we're, we are prioritizing prospective customers who currently face a high alternative cost of energy. And as we're driving down the cost curve, we can offer a, a competitive solution that still allows them to be able to run their operations around the clock or as, as they need to um, without then also contributing to, to climate change. And so really all these corporations and companies in heavy industry who've made these aggressive commitments on carbon reductions, we are able to provide a solution for them. And we're really excited about that. So uh, speaking of cost, you know, everybody has to think, well, how does the cost of the mirror the mirrors compared to the cost of the solar panels? Do you have a, a rule of thumb that you can kind of throw out there? Yeah, the overall um, overall cost from when you look at the economics of our technology, because we don't really look at it on a kind of distinct piece by piece basis, but we look at it as the way that our customers would look at it, which is what's the overall installed cost and cost of delivered energy. 
And we can be competitive with fossil fuels in areas where there's strong sunlight. And so you're talking, you know, depending on the location, that can be in the, you know, five to 10 cent range um, per kilowatt hour of dispatchable power. So that's the kind of range that, you know, for certain locations, we can be at a better cost than what fossil fuels can provide. Well, since we're uh, over Zoom and on the podcast, there's a... Uh no picture so it's the only voice so we have to paint a picture like a color commentator on a radio sports broadcast right so the question that comes to my mind is as we earlier talked about the five acres that the cni customer has available for you to go put a project on mm -hmm. if we were to visualize five acres of solar panels and then five acres of your panels and technology how does the output of the energy compare one to the other okay so that's a that's a, a great question so i would say that um let's take 100 acres instead of five because okay. on, 100, on 100 acres you could have a reasonable kind of commercial or um industrial size project in the realm of say 10 megawatts so at the end of the day on a delivered per megawatt hour basis the land that you would need for a solar PV project and our technology actually is pretty much apples to apples. So it's on the same order of magnitude. Okay. So, so that way everybody now in their mind, they know that if they've been thinking about solar at this size, they can entertain your, your product on the same size property. So that's terrific. Thank you for that information. Okay. So tell us the uh, timeline for your company. Where, where do you see where you're at now and when you're actually going to be, in production and then and getting things started yeah um so when i took over um in the ceo role earlier this year i um outlined the path for you know what's our focus right now for the years 2023 and the up upcoming year 2024 um, our priority is really firstly demonstrating our commercial progress um, we have a couple of fully executed contracts including um one with Woodside Energy, who's the largest oil and gas producer in Australia. Um, another is with uh, a, uh, a city in California for commercial scale hydrogen um, produced using our steam unit that plugs into an electrolyzer. Um, and so these are examples of our focus on commercialization. And we want to demonstrate that we have our first installation of a commercial scale project. So that's the second priority. And then our third priority is on uh, building growth capital for the company. So those are really the three things that I've been focused on over the last um, several months um, and building our momentum as we become a fully commercial scale company um, post-revenue. And that's that's really our focus. Timeline perspective, uh, we already are underway with our first couple of projects. We'll be also breaking ground on our first installation uh, on the construction site later this year. Um, and then in terms of uh, when we can expect to start operations, we expect our first project to reach mechanical completion by the end of 2024. And we also have other projects that will be underway and, and rolling out um, in the years that follow. And so we're really excited for this, um, this progress that we've had both this year and then uh, the milestones that we have ahead of us. Well, Christy, that's very exciting. And uh, with all those uh, aspirations and goals that you're reaching to hit and targeting and coming out in 2024 with your first project actually online, so on and so forth. I want to extend to you an invitation 
to come back on our show when you have some announcements when you are going live or you're about to go live. We have what's called our Follower Friday that alumni of our show can come on and for 10 minutes can give us an update as to where they are versus when they had their first conversation with us. So I'd see you to be a prime candidate to come back and join us on the Green Insider. And Mike, in fact, just this morning, I'm thrilled that we have just issued a press release alongside our customer Woodside Energy um, for having achieved two major milestones on the Capella Power Project, um, which is going to be the first next generation technology for thermal energy storage. So that's one of the areas where we're really innovating in and proud of the milestones that this team has accomplished in advancing the development of that technology. And this will, of course, add to our overall portfolio of commercially ready and deployable um, parts of our technology, which we're, we're going to be building even before this one goes up. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us on the Green Insider. That's great information. And uh, we look forward to all those different milestones. You always have an audience with us and you have a platform. So you're always welcome. Wonderful. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Christy Obiaya, CEO of Halogen. On our show today, The Green Insider, episode 210. Look forward to uh, everybody enjoying this show, enjoying your weekend. And thank you so much, as always, for listening to The Green Insider. This is Mike Niemer. Have a great day. This podcast was sponsored by Position Green. For an introduction to our sponsor or find out how you too could be a sponsor, refer to our show notes to contact eRenewable and The Green Insider podcast.